0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. God's Word, the Bible, has a great many things to say on the topic of fear. In fact... In one form or another, it's mentioned approximately 500 times, sometimes as a stern warning or as a means to a good end, such as God has not given us spirit of fear or there is no fear in love. In this anointed series, Breaking the Fear Barrier, you'll not only see the blessings of overcoming this often paralyzing curse, but also be introduced to fear's most mortal enemy and strongest weapon against it, faith pastor teaches powerfully about overcoming this extremely effective weapon of Satan in a way you have probably never heard it taught before. In simple biblical stories like that of King Jehoshaphat, who overcame his fear by simply trusting God, you'll finally understand what a thief fear really is, and what a blessing breaking the fear barrier will be for your life. Listen,
1: if you're in the flesh, you're not going to understand the things of the Spirit, People aren't going to understand when you start talking faith talk. People aren't going to understand when you start saying things like, well, it's only a matter of time. I'm going to be in my own business and I'm going to be successful and I'm going to be doing this or I'm going to be doing that or I'm going to buy that house. They're going to look at you and say, you? That's never going to happen. Run. you got to run from them and get with people who can talk like faith, faith like yours. Get with people who will surround you and cover you with faith and and, and belief and the word of God and stand with you and, until you see the breakthrough. See, you get a bad doctor's report, and if you're not careful, you get around people, they'll talk you to death, man. They'll talk you right into your casket. Oh, you poor thing, I feel so bad. What do you want me to do for you? You have your life in order? I'm not going anywhere. You better get with the right people. Even the doctors out there, I'll tell you, sometimes, you know, you just got to cover your ears. You don't want to hear what they say. You know, well, you know, we got your test results. And, uh, you know, you're you're borderline with your cholesterol. Well, I'll tell you what, we're retreating that border right now in (laughs) Jesus' name. Well, keep a- watching. You keep watching because it's going to turn around and run the other way because nothing, 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 nothing can stand up to the name of Jesus and the power of God and the power of faith. Come on. Yeah, come on. So, so you see, he says, he says uh, do not be afraid, only believe. It's a simple transaction. It's a simple thing. Only believe. We've got to get our believing up. And he permitted no one to follow him. Except those who had like faith. Because he, he was going to introduce some spiritual warfare. And when you enter warfare, you better go with some warriors. Amen. Leave the ballerinas outside. <laughs> you got to go in with some warriors. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm not, listen, when I'm in warfare, I don't need anybody to dance with me. No, I need somebody to fight with me side by side. I need strong people of courage and faith. Who will say, we can do anything. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Come on. We're going to do some big things individually and collectively. Then we've got to get our faith up and our believing up. I remember years ago when I was in, in, in the small church there, when I was the assistant pastor back in Pleasantville, and I took over the adult Bible study and um, uh, we, it was running about 18 people and I got up with all my faith and courage and I said you know what I'm going to pro- proclaim something and this was early in September and I said from this day we're going to confess every meeting 60 people in the, in, the, in the Bible study it was before service and um, now we weren't even getting 60 people I don't think to the main church service <laughs> But you see, see when, 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 you, when you have courage, when, when you're a faith person, you believe beyond the normal. You believe beyond the status quo. Come on. That's how you break barriers of, of fear. That's how you get through to the next side. And we confess and we confess. Anyway, one man came to me and he said that to me. He said to me, oh, Brother Ray, how are you? How? We're going to 60. He laughed at me. I, I, he, by the way, he's not living anymore. He died. Yeah, he did. He passed away. He laughed at me. He said, how are you going to get sick? We don't even get that in the early service. And I said to him, you know what? Do me a favor. Don't say a word. Don't even come to my early morning class because I can't have any doubt and unbelief in this class. I said, you know, go, go somewhere else. Go, go sit out in the, on the porch or something. But don't, don't come to the class because with that, with that confession and that believing, we're not, not going to get to the 60 people. And we confessed and we believed and we confessed and we believed and we confessed and we believed. And it went September, October, November, we went up, we went down. By the time we got to December, I wasn't even paying any attention anymore. And January 1st, my brother-in-law right here, he'll testify, right, Chris? He, I, I get into my class and I start doing my thing and he's waving me in the back before I get started. He says, there's 60 people here today. It's January, the first Sunday in January, there's 60 people. And it was from that point that we began to break through. Within the next six months, we were up in the adult Bible study, up to 120 people. And the main service began to grow. Why? Because we operated in faith. We released our, we believed for something that seemed impossible. Yes. Yes. You know, with, the, with this whole project that you're sitting in here, this building, it seemed impossible. We were a small church with no money. It seemed, I love it. Praise God. To God be the glory. What you see is not the work of a man or a people. This is the work of God. God is still doing miracles. God is still doing the supernatural. God is still doing the unbelievable. Unbelievable. But the way you're going to see it is not to be unbelieving, but to be believing. And that's what he says. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Just keep on believing against what people say. Against what those voices in your head are saying. Against what your circumstances say. What the bank account says. What your boss says. What your job says. What your friends says. What your family. You just keep on believing beyond all of that because there is a higher authority. Amen. That's in control of your life and my life and our future. There is a higher authority and his name is God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of the living God. (laughs) So we're going to believe. Dream big, you say it'll never happen. Yes, it will. If you put your faith on it, it will. You're gonna break through. You're gonna get to the other side and you're gonna face your fear and you're gonna break down that barrier of fear. It's only that barrier of fear. I told you, I was living, uh, you know, in a little house uh, not too far from here and it was a tiny, it was a shoebox. And literally, well, I think it was under 900 square feet and I, it was getting a little too cramped for me. And, uh, and I just began to say, you know what? God's got a new place for me, I just know it. And, you know, in the natural, it just, it just didn't seem like it was going to happen. Houses are escalating. Prices are going up. Listen, if you want a house, if you want a new car, if you want some natural thing, don't think, don't, don't allow your thinking to get stuck in, in your present situation. Don't assess your future based upon your present Ooh, come on. Did you listen to me here? You, you, you see, you've got to start to jump beyond that. You've got to break that barrier. Don't, don't assess where you're going to be based upon where you are right now. And, and, and I, so I'm living in this little shoebox, and I'm believing God for a bigger house and a nicer neighborhood and a nicer location. I know what I have in my heart. And I'm driving around. And I said, well, in the natural, I don't have the money. In the natural, it's not the right time. In the natural, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But I am not bound by the natural. You're not bound by the natural. You're not bound by what you see, by what you hear, by where you are. Stop thinking like that. We are not citizens of this world. We are citizens of heaven. That's where our provision comes from. Are you with me? So I just began to drive around at some nice neighborhoods and just began to say, thank you, Lord. I know somewhere in here you have a house for me. And you'll make it happen. And, and, and it's just the most amazing thing. Just began to confess and believe. Conf- that's, that's how we got here, confess and believe. And then one day, I mean, it's a long story, and I don't have time to get into it, but trust me, oh, just supernaturally, God just paved the way for me to be able to own that house. Amen. And the very thing that, 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 you know, almost scared me in a sense like, oh, wow, I don't know, this is, this is a lot of money. This is a big house. This neighborhood may just be a little too fancy for a little poor boy like me. <laughs> Come on. Get rid of your stinking thank him) yeah. Because it's your stinking thinking that's put up those fear barriers because you grew up thinking that you were poor, that you were uneducated, that you grew up on the wrong side of the tracks, that people told you along the way that you'll never make it, or maybe somewhere something happened to your thinking that stuff. You've got to kick that stuff out of your way. You can have more. You can be more. You can go better places than you could have ever dreamed because God goes before you confessed and believed and and exactly what i was confessing and believing found its way right into my hands i'll never forget the day i walked in that house i had goosebumps like oh my god i own this place this is mine hallelujah this is mine i don't believe it i do believe it but you know what i'm just talking i i I, this is god you you are so awesome you are so awesome you are so awesome So, so the word is, do not be afraid, only believe. And you see, every time you break a fear barrier, whenever you break that barrier, you'll never go back. You're going to go. I remember when I said years ago, I, had, I owned every piece of junk car that was ever created back in the 70s. <laughs> I had every lemon, every, every used car I bought was the biggest lemon. I, I, I tell you, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. I thought I bought, I finally saved up enough money to buy a little Volkswagen. How many remember the remember, I'm not talking about the Beetles that they make today. I'm talking about the old-fashioned Beetles with the engine in the back and nothing in the front. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Well, I bought one. It was the first year they came, it was used, but it was only a year old. And I saved and saved and saved, and I bought this car. It was maybe two years old. And, um, and I, I had made a, you know, uh, just I took out a loan, and I bought this car. Anyway, from the day I got this car, it was nothing but a lemon. It was the first year they came out with fuel injection on the Volkswagens. They should have just went back to the old way. I don't know what the old way was, but they should have went back to the old way because the fuel injection was a dog. And the car kept blowing fuel injectors. Um, every, like every couple of months, I'd blow another fuel injector. It was 100 bucks to put in a new fuel injector. And, and then, then in the wintertime, my gas pedal used to get stuck, and I would go to try to start my—I'm not kidding you— try to start my car, and the cable would snap, and the car would just be— was just that I couldn't go anywhere. So I got so disgusted after owning this car for about a year. I said, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I was just now starting to come into this word and learning some of the things that I'm teaching you the, tonight or preaching about tonight. And I said to myself, God, I'm going to, the first thing that I'm going to do is going to believe you for a brand new car. And I will never, I said, I sold that car. I said, I will never drive another used car the rest of my life. Sometimes you've got to proclaim it. You've got to set it forth with your words. And you've got to put your faith on it. Now, listen, when I said those words, a new car back then, I don't want to shock anybody here, but a new car back then. I know I'm getting old when I think back to how much a a new car was. But, I mean, a really nice $10,000 you could buy, you know, top of the line Toyota. And I said, and for me to believe for a $10,000 car was like me believing for a million dollars today. I'm not kidding. Because I was only earning like, you know, a hundred and something dollars a week back then. And they don't give, you know, they don't give loans to people in that amount of money. But I just made that confession. I said, I will never. I'm going to tell you what, some of you in this room, you, you've got to stand up and look at the thing that you don't like. And you've got to point your finger and say, I will never. That will never ever happen again. I will never live in a place like this again. I will never drive a car like this again. I will never allow that to happen again and begin to make your declaration of faith and begin to proclaim it every day and begin to put your thoughts on it and begin to see it. Actually, begin to see it by the eye of faith. And I tell you, I, I was, I, for two years, well, it was about a, maybe a year and a half. I walked everywhere and everywhere I walked, I said, I will never drive a used car again. I will drive a brand new car. I took buses and I took trains and I hitched rides and I, and I did everything. I refused. I could have bought a, I could have bought another used car, but I refused. And I said, I will never, but I'm going to drive a brand new car. I will drive a brand new car. And lo and behold, about a year and a half went by, and I I don't even know how it happened. But God worked it out to where I got money from, from my job, I got a pay increase, I got some bonuses, I got some money here or there, I saved a little, I went to the car dealer and I thought, how are they ever going to approve me? I'm just a little kid, I was just a young kid back in the 70s. But I went there with faith, and I declared before I even went into that dealership that I have favor in this place, and I will get this loan. See, see, everything you do, you have to face it with faith. I confessed, and I went in, and it was the easiest transaction of my life. And two days, three days later, I drove out with my brand spanking new Toyota Celica five-speed transmission (laughs) with leather. Hallelujah. Glory (laughs) to God. I drove that. Come on. Somebody say Amen. I proclaimed it. I said, I'll never drive a used car again. And from that day to this day, I've never driven a used car again. See, you've got to begin to, you've got to break that barrier of fear, whatever it is. You may live in an apartment, want a house, start believing for a house. (laughs) glory. You know, maybe you have a stinking job. Yeah, I hear some people responding. Ha ha, he's talking to me. Talking to me. Well, use your faith for it. Begin. What what kind of job do you want? Start to do. Start to take the faith moves towards you know doing the things you need to do to, to get that new job or that new career or that business. Listen, God's gonna go before you. Yes. When you start activating faith, God begins to you know, I mean, let me say, I don't know, I don't know how it happens, but when you start using your faith, things in the spirit just begin to move. Yeah they just begin to move. Why do you think I'm talking about this property and this building? That's risky business because there's a voice going on inside me saying, what happens happens if it doesn't happen? Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I'm proclaiming, we claim this property in the name of Jesus. We see the walls going down. What if he sells it to somebody else? (laughs) How about if you don't have the money to do it? You're going to look like a fool, like an idiot. The people aren't going to believe you. Come on. But what do you think I'm doing? I'm trying to get up my courage. I'm trying to get up your courage. I'm trying to get our faith up. Come on. Trying to get our faith up. You see, because one will chase 1,000 and two will put 10,000 to flight. If two of you agree is touching anything you ask the Father for, it will be done. Put your faith together with faith people and things start to happen. Miracles start to take place. And let me tell you what, I live every day and you ought to live every day expecting a miracle to come across your path. Every day we ought to be expecting something, something is going to come. I wake up in the morning and it's just me. Hey, listen, I want to tell you something. One of the kids, on t- I, this got me excited. One of the kids on Tuesday night comes over to me and hands me this fake bill, money bill. And I looked at it, and, and I laughed, you know, because it was a million-dollar bill, and I laughed and I said to her, I said, honey, here, you, you keep that. She says, no, Pastor Ray, I want you to have it. So I thought, all right. So I take this, this bill that's a million dollars, you know, funny money, and I stuck it in my pocket. I went home with it and I took it out and I had it on the counter and I was ready to throw it in the garbage and something kind of held me back from throwing it in the garbage. So I put it back on the counter and I looked at it and said, what am I holding on to this blasted thing for? And I went back over to the garbage again, tried to something's just holding me back from holding that thing. So I put it back on my counter. So I finally took the the million-dollar bill and I pinned it on my refrigerator. And I was sitting there drinking my coffee thinking, why do I have that million-dollar bill pinned on my refrigerator? And it hit me right there. It was the Holy Ghost trying to get my faith up. i believe in God for a million bucks. There it is looking at me. But one day one day that fake million dollar bill will become a real million dollar every day you've got to have you've got to believe God for the extraordinary there could somebody could walk in those doors tomorrow this Sunday and hear about what we want to do and say hey you know what I like your vision man here's one million dollars on the table come on you don't know You don't know what can happen. You have no idea what God can do. You have to expect every day favor, miracles, God doing the impossible. Every day expect the extraordinary. I'm just stirred up about it. I want to see everybody just kick, Kick, kick you, kick down those walls, those barriers of fear that want to just confine you. You can have more. You can be more. You can have better. You can go further than you've ever dreamed or imagined. Don't fear people. That's right. If somebody, if, if there's a, oh, I don't know how to say this. If somebody owes you something, don't be afraid to claim it. That's right. Don't be afraid to look them in the face and declare and demand what they owe you. If you're ready for a raise, don't be ashamed or embarrassed to to go to your boss and say, hey, I've been working here for five years and you haven't given me an increase. And I know I'm worth more than this. And if you really want to get bold and you feel extra anointed, you might say that I'm a Christian and I've got the anointing on me and that anointing is keeping your business flowing. Come on. Don't you be afraid to speak up for yourself. Don't you be afraid to think bigger and, and knock on some big doors, you know, where there's a, there a bigger job. You know, don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Say, well, I don't think I can do that. Yes, you can. Well, who's going to listen to me? I'm just a little old poor boy or the little old poor girl. Get rid of that stinking thinking. You have been redeemed. You have been bought with a price. Jesus shed his blood to give you uh, the reality of every one of the promises of this word that is given to you and to me. So what, what should intimidate us? What should make us afraid? Nothing, nothing, nothing. You should be afraid of nothing or no one because you have the power of God in you you own a business, then you ought to go before your clients with full courage and confidence. I'm a child of the king. I'm a giver. I'm a tither in the body of Christ into the the kingdom, into God's kingdom. Therefore, business will come to me. Even before you see those clients, say, Mr., even before I walk in your office, you just talk outside in the car. Mr., you're going to buy from me because I am the anointed of God. God gives me favor. Come on. I know there's some here say, the man's lost his mind. No, this is how you operate in faith. This is how you move mountains. This is how you break barriers. This is how you get to the next level. You can't just merely sit around complacently and and just, you know, mediocre. Let me tell you what, that mediocre stuff is a prison. And it's it's designed from the pits of hell. Being mediocre to me is lazy. Man, no, no such thing. Just no, no, no. We ought, to be, we ought to be growing. My Bible says that God is taking us from glory to glory to glory. I'm looking for the next wave of glory. Come on, how many of you are looking with me for the next wave of glory? Every day, every day, be expecting God to do something. Because tomorrow could be the turnaround point. You're just looking with your natural eyes, looking not to that which is seen, but to what is unseen, because what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab.